Good, Andrew. Yourself? Doing okay. So uh, we're seeing a, a toe in the water, so to speak. Uh, on Sunday coming up, what will be the makeup of those that now can attend your meeting at Warrnambool B? Yeah, we we made an announcement earlier in the week that obviously we were we were focused on um, servicing the the owners um, under the, the the current protocols, and in addition to that, we were able to do. Uh, we're waiting on confirmation for some um, uh, sponsors to be able to come on course and do some hospitality as well. So we're talking a figure of around 500, aren't we? So no room for members? That'll be the obvious question from locals or people to do with your race club that you're going to have the meeting but it won't have the members' access at this stage or public, of course. Correct, correct. For us, we're a club that's got significantly large um, membership so base, so we... We um, factoring in that you know nine races, thirty owners, you're up over two, uh, you go around the two seventy mark. Um, you know we, we we just thought it wasn't feasible in the in the and in, in the time frames we're dealing with too. It's a, it's pretty important to put out there that uh, um, you know we we're still waiting confirmation and we're two two three days out from the um, from the race meeting. So. Um, we've kept things pretty simple for, for this time round, um, and we're hoping for our summer program we'll be able to have members back on course. So to explain again to the members and public that will say, well, members were allowed, uh, sorry, owners were allowed anyway, but the difference here, of course, is owners can come to the meeting, enjoy the day. Under the protocols up until now, owners had to be on track only for a short period of time when their horse was racing and then leave pretty much straight after. Correct. And, the, and those owners, the important thing as well, Andrew, those owners' numbers are calculated in the 500. So it's a real balancing act for clubs. It's, um, as far as uh, getting that number right, obviously, if you've got a low membership base, it's a lot easier to handle it. But a club like ours with, you know, with over 700 um, members, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's something that we're uh, considering that hopefully we can, uh, when things lighten up a little bit um, through the summer racing program, we'll be able to open things up for everybody. So how does it work with large numbers of syndicated horses under the banner of being owners as opposed to, say, uh, just uh, horses owned by one or two people? Yeah, look, we we, uh, we obviously work on 30 per race. Um, and, uh, you know, based on we've probably been in a fortunate position to late that we haven't had to knock anyone back um, based on that. Um, however, for this meeting, we've had a, a fair amount of interest, which is great. So hopefully... Um, uh, with with the syndicates as such, they've obviously got to be named um, on the on the ownership of the horse. Um, that's probably the key component that we work on to start with, and then we just assess it based on how many we get for each race. We're chatting to Tom O'Connor. You'll hear this over the days ahead as the Jericho Cup meeting coming up Sunday at the Bull with some good news with some more people on track than prior, and uh, there'll be the makeup of owners and sponsors. Tom, the Jericho Cup has prided itself in the show it puts on for those that are there, and I guess those that will be watching on the coverage on TV. Where do they come into play as being part of the makeup? Because I guess you want those to play the bugle and on the horses and so on. Are they counted as essential staff to come and do the display and then leave? How does that fit in? Yeah, they do. They come in as 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 workers. They're, they're in the public side, so we keep them obviously separated from the racing participants. Um, but those elements, um, the team have been, um, you know, we've been pretty adamant that we wanted to keep them as part of the day. Um, just so obviously there's, 
there's a fair bit that goes on putting pictures out into people people's lounge rooms that it's important that we still get across the certain aspects of the day that um, the link between the racing industry and um, our war history is pretty important with the day. So um, we'll certainly do that um, on, on Sunday and, and make sure that we uh, we pay true respect to the to the day and still uh, you know look forward to next year when we can have everybody back enjoying it on course. So. Is your timing good or one week too early or one week too late? How do you see what you've been given, what most likely you're about to be given? I guess it's better than no one on track and maybe, though, in a few weeks' time there'd be more. So uh, where do you think of the timing as to how are you glass half full as opposed to half empty? Look, I think timing with COVID just doesn't go, everything goes out the door. So um, uh, that's been demonstrated throughout the year, but... um, yeah, you, you sort of, um, I keep saying to my staff here that we've, we've just got to be flexible. We, we're a club that wants people back on course, wants our members and the likes being back on course. Um, but I guess we, we do seek and ask for, for patients out there because we're, we're dealing with government frameworks that get handed to us in short turnarounds and, and the like. So even, even preparing for our summer program, um, you know, we're, we're up against it. Um, however, you know, we'll do everything we can to make sure that um, uh, that from the club's point of view that we've got the, the right paperwork um, and right um, systems in place for people to come on the course in a, in a safe manner. What did you make of some of the talk of possible suggestions the Jericho Cup could move away from Warrnambool? It's become so successful. What did you think of those suggestions? Oh, isn't it that... I haven't heard that, but um, look, it'd be a brave, a brave club or or other venue. I think the the one thing that's significant about the race here is is the ability to to link into going through the paddocks. That makes it very unique, and um, you hear Bill um, Gibbons talk about it. Um, you know, he he deliberately chose um, Warnable as the venue. Um, or sought out the venue from as uh, at Warnable based on that. And, you know, there's not too many other um, courses, particularly in Australia, that can offer that unique aspect of involving the uh, the, the course um, uh, through through the paddocks. And Bill will be there, of course. Uh, does his um, role change now with the restrictions slightly eased? Does uh, his definition and his requirement um, changed in role, or no, not really. We 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 um, uh, the one thing that uh, we will obviously. Uh, put in place on Sunday is, is there's a clear separation between the racing participants and um, the, I guess, the patrons that come on course and the owners that come on course to enjoy the, the race day. Obviously, Bill is one of them. So, um, you know, he, he certainly will be able to enjoy the, um, the, uh, the race day on course, but as a, uh, as a patron separate from the racing participants. And just, um, it's quite ironic, uh, this weekend as you're about to celebrate the Jericho Cup with some more people allowed on track that your former role at Wodonga will have the Wodonga Gold Cup. We spoke to, I spoke to Steve Wright at uh, the start of the week and of course the easing of restrictions came just a fraction too late for them to have anyone on track for the Wodonga Gold Cup meeting. Of course, as we know, when you were there in previous years, Spiderbait, Shepherd, it became a huge, um, Party atmosphere, concert, thousands bought tickets just to come along. It was a great success. It's kind of ironic, isn't it? Uh, we hope that will get off the ground again. But 
the timing, the Jericho Cup, uh, two days after what was your little baby at Wodonga, which was halted due to COVID. Yeah, look, you feel for the team up there. Um, but I'm sure, like, you know, the, uh, like everyone um, that's passionate about um, racing and but also um, entertainment and the likes will be, uh, you know, chirping at the bit uh, to get back at, um, onto race course throughout Victoria and, and no doubt up in the northeast they'll be the same. So as soon as the guys get a chance to, to open the course up again, I'm sure they'll get well supported by the, the community and surrounds of Albury Wodonga. So finally, after Sunday's Jericho Cup, you have a Thursday meeting, 17th of December. Not a, a, a main meeting. It's pretty nondescript. But at this time of the year, suddenly people are travelling, holidaying and moving around. Will that hopefully become a bigger day for you at the Bull? And between now and that meeting in a few weeks, you might have even more allowed on track. Will you create something bigger out of what would have been just a regular Thursday meeting? Yeah, look, that's a day that we, we're very keen to do something for our members um, with a clear focus with them. Um, it, uh, it leads into Christmas, so you're right, it, 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 is, it is quite a, um, a good opportunity to do something. Um, but similar, even with that meeting, we're still dealing with government frameworks and, and getting approvals to, to be able to have people on course. And um, it's no easy feat, but uh, we certainly... Um, We'll put our hand up and make sure that we've got everything in, um, in in place to be able to potentially again hold people on course. So everything going forward now for some time is your race club applying through the government or applying through RV and CRV, and they'll apply to the government on your behalf. How does it work? No, individual clubs certainly. Um, uh, a race meeting that wants a crowd at the moment is, is classified as a public event, um, no different to any other public event or sporting event that wants to be held um, in the short term. Um, so we're, we're by no means different to anybody else. So, yeah, we, we put the submission into to the government through the framework and and await uh, the result, um, you know, hoping that the turnaround won't be too long because, uh, you know, these, these things, again, you know, we're pulling together um, what we are this week in a, in a really short turnaround. Um, you know, we'll probably be doing the same for our other meets um, through the summer program. Tom O'Connor, good luck with the Jericho Cup. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks, Andrew.